All right, Rabbi good morning. Let us begin. So we are picking up. I want to share with you a, a really, a really magnificent idea. Um, I actually spoke about this a little bit this past Shabbos. We're continuing in the Be'er Chaim page Yotes. Page Yotes, same, same sheet from yesterday. Footnote Chof Gimel. So he quotes over here, Kedela Hasbe, and it's actually very, very fitting. In Hashem for for tonight, for B'dikas Chometz. He says as follows, Kedela Hasbe Yoser Ma'amar Aaron. To explain a little bit more this statement for the Beis Aaron. Suppose remember again, yesterday we had the beautiful Beis Aaron. We spoke about the idea of Hashar Mevatlo Balibo. Ashtik, ashtik hearts. Right, is what the Beis Aaron said. So to explain this idea, Nira lahasmich ma'isa shahaya itzlara v'akadosh Rabbi Yoshua mi bells. So he quotes over here an episode that happened with the bells of Rabbi Rabbi Yoshua of bells. Shepam diktik belashon hamishnah bepsachim or laarba asar bold kinas hachamiz laaraner. So Rabbi Yoshua of bells brought up the following issue: the opening mishnah meseches pesachim, first mishnah little chazara. Literally, again, on the night of the 14th, on the night of the 14th, we go ahead and we check for chametz, botkin esa chametz, or really, literally translated, it means we check the chametz, la'ar haner, by the light of the candle. And the Rebbe said as follows, so the Chorah, ain't no move on my amar botkin esa chametz. The truth is, it doesn't really make sense. The Lashon of the Mishnah Bosai doesn't really read well. What do you mean, Bodkin es ha-chametz? We check the chametz. Valo Bodkin es ha-bayis mina chametz it's a good kasha. Right? The Mishnah should really read either Arla Arba'asar Bodkin Bishvil chametz, right? Or also, or if you're going to say Bodkin es, which means check the, it's not check the chametz. It's check or search the home. So why doesn't it say Bodkin as Habayis? Check the home. Utve Avalimera Bodkin as Habayis. Finish Arbakusha. So the Gemara says, I'm sorry. So the, so the Barakhan writes, and this, he, he left this Kasha. Bain Hashomim. Bain Hashomim. Hayogam Binarava Kalisha Bisahar Dov Mibels. So one time, so again, with this group who was listening to this Kasha of Rabbi Yoshua of Bells, was the Bells of Rebbe's son, Rabbi Sacher Dov of Bells. He said, mm-hmm. So one time the son, Rabbi Sacher Dov, was sitting with some of the Hasidim of his father, of Rabbi Yoshua of Bells. They were going over this kasha, and Rabbi Sacher Dov gave a mushal. He gave a mushal to try to illustrate the answer to this question, Doma, the Shnei Sochrim, Shenasu Ligirid, Limkar Schorasam, Bezliach Hashem Darkam, Bezman Katsro, Shazman Katsar, Machru Esakol, Ubesimcha, Hechimu Esadem, Lachsro, Lebesa Muktom, Yoser Mimashe Chashu Trila. So here's the marshal. Two merchants who were friends went out to the Yirid, went out to the fair. Uh, fair is the wrong word, but went out to the. Uh, What's the market? Market. And what happens? Baruch Hashem, they were incredibly successful. Thank God. Took care of right, incredible sales or purchase, whatever they were doing. And Baruch Hashem, they realized a significant amount of profit in a shorter amount of time. So they decided now it's time to come home. Kevon Shechein Hichlitu Lachso Ragli. Kadei Lachsok Es Demei Schiras Ha So what happens? So they decided also 
because they, uh, they, they met with expedited success, they decided, you know what, let's walk back. We don't have to spend the money on hiring a wagon. We, we finished earlier than we thought. We have time to walk back. Good, and they begin their journey home. So what happened? So again, the two friends who Baruch Hashem are very successful in their business endeavors, two friends, Baruch Hashem, now walking home on foot, become a little bit tired, and they decide to take a rest. Okay. So what happened? They want to take a nap for a little bit. The problem, of course, is we have this Baruch Hashem bag of money. So where do we deposit our bag of money? So they look around and all they see are some cows grazing in the pasture. So they figure, okay, no one's around. They go out and they just hang their money bags on a tree and they lay down on the grass a little bit of a rest. Ach elu, last paragraph on the footnotes on page Yotas. Ach elu lo yodu but they, shepherds, although apparently were good businessmen, were not really so, so the sharpest tools in the shed. And so they didn't realize that, you know, cows don't generally graze by themselves. Where there's a cow, there's a shepherd, right? Where there's a cow, there's a human being who's watching over the flock somewhere close by. And what happened? And sure enough, there was a shepherd. And the shepherd saw these two men napping in the field, and he saw their money bags hanging on the tree. Hanging on the tree. And so what happens? So the shepherd comes along, he goes and he empties the contents of the money bag. But the problem, of course, is now if the money bags are light, the, the merchants are going to discover what's happened. So instead, what does he do? He fills it up. I mean, gilalim literally means manure. Right? He filled it up with dried manure or whatever. He, f- he filled it up filled it up with rocks, right? He filled it up with something to give it weight, ultimately, again, so that they shouldn't realize what happened. Fine. And sure enough, the plan worked. The plan worked. The shepherds wake up. They're rejuvenated, right? They're, they're relaxed. They sit out on the way. Baruch Hashem, the money bags are still there. And they go ahead. They lift it up. Don't even bother to open it up. They lift it up. Again, the weight is still there. Allah's git. They begin their way home. Ulam, kasher pascha satamil, chashchu eneham bir osam es haglolam b'makom ha-kasef. Ve'bitu, ze'al ze'betardem ha-betamam. But what happens? Sure if they get home, they open up the money bags. And what do they find? Not money. Not money, right? They, they find the manure inside their bags and they look at each other and they say, well, what, what, what do they say to each other? 
Eich yitochin shaparos higia l'rosha ilan v'natlos tzrah hakesuv mile oso gavalim. They went to themselves, how were the cows able to climb the tree in order to get to the money bags, empty out the contents, and replace it with the manure? What kind of cows were these? Meshur the cows who were able to get into the trees and go ahead and take our money. And they say to themselves, you know what? What are we supposed to do? There's nothing for us to do. Because at the end of the day, what are we going to do? It's the cows. Obviously, it's the cows who did this. Because remember, again, we looked around. There were no people. There were no people anywhere to be found. So it must be that these are very special cows who are able to get into the trees and go ahead and take our money and replace it with manure. But what are we supposed to do? You can't call a cow to a dintora. Right? You can't call a cow... He can't call the cow in front of the Rav to go and adjudicate the case. So they go, and that was the end of the marshal. He says, So this was the marshal that the son, Rabbi Sacher Dov of Bells, had given, had given, Remember again, so just so just remember all the characters. Remember not characters. So remember again, the first individual, it was the first Belzareba, that was that was Rabbi Yoshua of Bells. Rabbi Yoshua of Bells was the one who asked the Kasha, why does it say Orla Arbaasar Botkin Esachamitz? It should say Orla Arbaasar Botkin Eshamatsa. I'm sorry, Botkin Esar, Botkin Botkin Esabayis. Right? And then it was his son, Rabbi Sacher Dov, who gave this mashal. So, okay, so the Hasidim here, the mashal, they say, very cute, very cute. Listen to this. Bechol Osazman, let's finish. Bechol Osazman Ahmad, Binara Vakadosh Rabbi Aram Bells, Minatsad Vehikshiv Bekovid Rosh Ledivre Aviv, Ubitom Dvarov, Hischil Kol Gufo, Lirod Merov Pachad. So, assembled in the group of Hasidim who are listening to this mashal was the son of Rabbi Yisachar Dov, who was a Rav Aaron of Bells. And he heard his father's mashal, and he began, he was, he was overwhelmed with fear. And Rav Aaron said, Rav Aaron of Bells said that his father, Rabbi Yisachar Dov, had conveyed something incredibly profound in this mashal. You see, the merchants in the mashal over here we're, we're stuck in their folly and their foolishness. If they had any little bit of seichel, See if the merchants had any wisdom in their mind, right? any, 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 any wit about them, so they would have realized cows can't climb trees. Cows climb countries. So if somebody went ahead, if something happened to the money, the only plausible explanation is that there was a person there. There was a person there. So he says, and here's the nimshal. So I'll say, so obviously, what ends up, the, the crazy part of the story is that the merchants themselves were so, so foolish that they could not think beyond what was right in front of them. All they saw in the field were cows. So they said, it must have been cows who took the money. If it was cows who took the money, there's no, there's no way for us to go ahead and deal with that and litigate that or bring that to a dentora. So listen to the Nimshah. I says, quite fine, I will have to stop. 
Va'alov lemalos ba'avarim tovos umar golios. Ayyei kimatara mitzvahs. Both said the nimshal is each of us come into this world. And we come into the world with an empty bag. Right? That bag is the guf. That bag is the body. And it's my job to fill that bag with riches and jewels and precious stones. And that refers to Torah mitzvahs. That refers to Torah mitzvahs. Ulam. What happens? Sometimes in life I fall asleep on the job. I fall asleep. And what happens when I fall asleep? Sometimes when I'm not attentive to the way I live, how I live and what I do. So my bag, my personalistic bag, is emptied out of its kedusha, and it's replaced with all kinds of negative, destructive things. Amnam bahagiyaz manim tovim misorah adam mishnaso bodek eslibo. But then times, good times happen. Times of awakening, I wake up, I wake up, and I have to inspect what's inside of my bag. I have to introspect what's inside of my bag. Vunims nit hamlim so sham gilam. Sometimes I'm overwhelmed to find. I don't have precious jewels of mitzvahs and personalistic spiritual accomplishment, but instead, maybe there's a, some stones, or maybe there's some impurity, maybe there's some manure. But sometimes when I open up my personal, personal bag, and instead of finding spiritual treasure, I find, I find negativity, right? I find the stones, I find the rocks, I find the manure. So I just accept it. I just accept it. Okay, this is what it is. Cows, cows climbed the tree. And they went ahead and they, they, they emptied out my bag. He goes on and he says something so beautiful. He says, however, however, Ulam, Hamaskil maven shakushios hin asman haterutsim. Just because of time. So he explained, so the Belzerab explained so beautifully. You see, the, the sad part of the story is that the, the merchants, when they saw that they had lost the contents of their bag, when they saw that they had lost their money, right, their preciously acquired money, they just accepted it and they just, and they just moved on. So the nimshal, the message is that sometimes the bag, the guf, the life that I'm given, I'm supposed to fill with meaning. And I'm supposed to fill with kiddush, and I'm supposed to fill with holiness. And sometimes I introspect and I look inward and I realize I'm filling myself and I'm filling my life with all the wrong things. And the personalistic bag is filled with manure and filled with rocks. And when I see that, sometimes I just accept it. I just accept it for what it is. What am I supposed to do? So says the kind of come full circle. So says the Belzerebba, this is what this is what the Tzadik Rabbi Yoshua of Bells was saying. On the night of the 14th, tonight, you would have thought that the Mishnah would have said, we go ahead and we check the home. But that's not what the Mishnah says. It says, Why Rabbi was saying? Because we've spent our entire week focusing on this idea that the search for chametz really is the search for that which is broken inside of ourselves in an effort to expel and to expunge it. But there's a fundamental question I have to ask myself. How did the chametz get there? How did the personalistic chametz get there? How did I allow this chametz into my life? How did I allow this chametz into my heart? How did I fall into a state of disrepair? 
Because if I don't find the ability to answer that question, I may end up doing a wonderful cleaning tonight, but then I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to go to sleep. And it could be that when I wake back up, when I wake up in Mirat Hashem, the Chometz is going to be right back there. You see, part of a proper personalistic cleaning demands that not only do I go ahead and expel the Chometz, but I try to figure out how it got there in the first place. What's going on in my life? What's going on in my lifestyle? What's going on in the way that I live that has allowed the chametz to permeate the bag, that has removed the jewels and the money and has replaced it with the manure and the stones? Says the Belzrabi, that's the pshat. Arla arba'asar botkinasa chametz doesn't mean on the night of the 14th we check for chametz. Because first of all, they would have said then, Arla arba'asar botkin bishvil chametz. Mishnah says, Arla arba'asar botkin es chametz means on the night of the 14th, we check to see how the chametz got into the home. So there's a duality here, both what we have to accomplish tonight. I have to search for chametz. I have to search for chametz in my home. I have to search for chametz in my heart. But searching for your chametz in your home, it doesn't really matter how it got there. You just got to get rid of it. But when we search for our personalistic chametz, just as important as finding it and expelling and purging it is the need to figure out how did it get there in the first place. We'll stop here.